Thanks to the wonderful folks at Anchor.fm. Welcome, listeners, to Tom Reads Your Story. Join voice actor Tom Zania as he reads from past audiobooks and other spoken word projects. You writers may also be given the chance to have your newly written material, fiction or nonfiction, read to an audience. This show will get the words out. And now, here's the host of Tom Reads Your Story, voice actor and podcaster, Tom Zania. And as always, thank you, Mr. Announcer, for that lovely introduction. Welcome, you voice actors, writers of all kinds, and audiobook listeners. We are celebrating the spoken word, and this is Tom Reads Your Story. Thanks for stopping by. I'm glad you're here. So, what can I say? We all know this by now. A great comedy legend, an iconic uh, comedy writer from the golden days of comedy when you were allowed to laugh at great comedy uh, has died. Carl Reiner uh, passed away uh, in his, he was in his nineties. This was a couple of days ago, I think the 29th. And uh, it's a tremendous, tremendous loss to comedy writing, to the movies, to directing. And this was a man, as I stated on Facebook, that did it all. And he did it all really well, which is so amazing, especially in this business. Uh, we are going to play, I am, I am going to play, an article uh, from the New York Times, if you haven't read it yet, of basically me reading the article. Uh, for those of you, and there probably are many, there's a lot of millennials out there who don't know much if anything, about Carl Reiner. Uh, I am going to play first uh, something from Wikipedia about Carl Reiner. And we'll be back right after this. Whether it's grilling, smoking, or baking, the Silverback Wood Pellet Grill delivers the delicious natural flavor of a wood-fired meal. Silverback boasts a 20-pound hopper and those all-day smokes, a high and low safety shutoff, and precision meat thermometer. Gorilla Grills. More grill, less money. Find out more at GorillaGrills.com. And of course, without further ado, let's play this section from, uh, from Wikipedia. It's your basic Wikipedia passage about about the person uh, and what he accomplished in his life. And we know he accomplished some great things. Carl Reiner from Wikipedia. Carl Reiner was an American actor, comedian, director, screenwriter, and author whose career spanned seven decades. During the early years of television comedy, from 1950 to 1957, he acted on and contributed sketch material for your show of shows and Caesar's Hour, starring Sid Caesar. In the 1960s, Reiner was best known as the creator, producer, writer, and actor on The Dick Van Dyke Show. Reiner formed a comedy duo with Mel Brooks in 2,000-Year-Old Man and acted in films such as It's a Mad, 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 Mad World, The Russians Are Coming, The Russians Are Coming, 
and the Ocean's Film Series. He co-wrote and directed some of Steve Martin's first and most successful films, including The Jerk, and also directed notable comedies, such as Where's Papa, Oh God, and All of Me. Reiner was the recipient of many awards and honors, including 11 Emmy Awards, one Grammy Award, and the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. He was inducted into the Television Hall of Fame in 1999. He was the father of actor and director Rob Reiner, author Annie Reiner, and artist Lucas Reiner, and the grandfather of Tracy Reiner. Carl Reiner was born on March 20, 1922, in the Bronx, New York City. His father, Irving Reiner, was a watchmaker. His mother was Bessie Reiner. His parents were Jewish immigrants, his father was from Austria, and his mother, Romania. His older brother, Charlie, served in the 9th Division in World War II. His ashes are buried at Arlington National Cemetery. When he was 16, Carl was working as a machinist, repairing sewing machines. His brother Charlie read about a free drama workshop sponsored by the Works Progress Administration and told Carl about it. Carl later credited Charlie with his decision to change careers. His uncle, Harry Mathias, was the first entertainer in his family. Reiner was drafted into the Army Air Forces in 1943 and served during World War II, eventually achieving the rank of corporal. He initially trained to be a radio operator. After spending three months in the hospital recovering from pneumonia, he was sent to Georgetown University for ten months of training as a French interpreter. There he had his first experience as a director, putting on a Moliere play entirely in French. After completing language training in 1944, he was sent to Hawaii to work as a teleprinter operator. The night before he was scheduled to ship out for an unknown assignment, he attended the production of Hamlet by the Special Services Entertainment Unit. Following an audition before actor and Major Maurice Evans, he was transferred to Special Services. Over the following two years, Reiner performed around the Pacific Theater, entertaining troops in Hawaii, Guam, Saipan, Tinian, and Iwo Jima until he was honorably discharged in 1946. Reiner performed in several Broadway musicals, including Inside USA and Alive and Kicking, and had the lead role in Call Me Mister. In 1950, he was cast as Max Liebman as a comic actor on Sid Caesar's Your Show of Shows, appearing on air in skits while also contributing ideas to writers such as Mel Brooks, and Neil Simon. He did not receive credit for his sketch material, but won Emmy Awards in 1955 and 1956 as a supporting actor. Reiner also wrote for Caesar's Hour, with Brooks, Simon, Woody Allen, Larry Gelbart, Mel Tolkien, Mike Stewart, Aaron Rubin, Sheldon Keller, and Gary Belkin. Starting in 1960, Reiner teamed with Brooks as a comedy duo on The Steve Allen Show. Their performances on television and stage included Reiner playing the straight man in The 2,000-Year-Old Man. Eventually, the routine expanded into a series of five comedy albums and a 1975 animated television special, with the last album in the series winning a Grammy Award for Best Spoken Word Comedy Album. The act gave Brooks an identity as a comic performer for the first time, said Reiner. Brooks's biographer, William Holtzman, called their 12-minute act an ingenious jazz improvisation. 
while Gerald Nachman described Reiner's part in guiding the act. The routine relies totally on the team's mental agility and chemistry. It's also heresy to imagine Brooks performing it with any other straight man. Reiner was a solid straight man to Caesar, but with Brooks, he is the second banana supreme, guiding his partner's churning comic mind. In 1958, Reiner wrote the initial 13 episodes of a television series titled Head of the Family, based on his own personal and professional life. However, the network did not like Reiner in the lead role for unknown reasons. In 1961, the show was recast and retitled The Dick Van Dyke Show and became an iconic series, making stars of his lead actors Dick Van Dyke and Mary Tyler Moore. In addition to writing many of the episodes, Reiner occasionally appeared as temperamental show host Alan Brady. The series ran from 1961 to 1966 and thereafter entered a long run of syndication. In 1966, Reiner co-starred in The Russians Are Coming, The Russians Are Coming. Reiner's first film directorial effort was an adaptation of Joseph Stein's play Enter Laughing, which in turn was based on Reiner's semi-autobiographical 1958 novel of the same name. Balancing directing, producing, writing, and acting, Reiner worked on a wide range of films and television programs. Films from his early directing career include Where's Papa, Oh God, and The Jerk. In My Anecdotal Life, a memoir, he writes, Of all the films I have directed, only Where's Papa is universally acknowledged as a cult classic. A cult classic, as you may know, is a film that was seen by a small minority of the world's filmgoers, who insist it is one of the greatest, most daring, and innovative moving pictures ever made. Whenever two or more cult members meet, they will quote dialogue from the classic and agree that the film was ahead of its time. To be designated a genuine cult classic, it is of primary importance that the film failed to earn back the cost of making, marketing, and distributing it. Whereas Papa was made in 1969 for a little over $1 million. According to the last distribution statements I saw, it will not break even until it earns another $650,000. Reiner played a large role in the early career of Steve Martin by directing his first film, The Jerk, and co-writing and directing the comedian in Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid, The Man with Two Brains, and All of Me. Reiner also appeared in both The Jerk, playing a version of himself, and Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid, in 1989, he directed Burt Rigby, You're a Fool. In 2000, Reiner was honored with the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor at the Kennedy Center, where he was honored by fellow friends and comedians Mel Brooks, Dick Van Dyke, Mary Tyler Moore, Steve Martin, Rob Reiner, Jerry Seinfeld, Ray Romano, and Joy Behar. A year later, he portrayed Saul Bloom in Ocean's Eleven, Steven Soderbergh's remake of 1960's Ocean's Eleven, and later reprised the role in Ocean's Twelve and Ocean's Thirteen. From 2004 to 2005, Reiner voiced Sarmody in Father of the Pride. In May 2009, Reiner guest-starred as a clinic patient in Both Sides Now, the season five finale of House. He also voiced Santa in Mary Madagascar, and reprised his role in 
the Penguins of Madagascar episode, The All-Nighter Before Christmas. In Season 7 of Two and a Half Men, he guest-starred as television producer Marty Pepper. In 2010, he guest-starred in three of the first-season episodes of Hot in Cleveland as Elka Ostrovsky's date and reprised the role in February 2011. He also made appearances in The Cleveland Show as Murray and wrote the story for the episode Your Show of Shows, named after the program that started his career. Reiner reprised his role in Two and a Half Men in seasons 8 and 11. In 2012, Reiner appeared as a guest on Jerry Seinfeld's show, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. They talked at a diner about his comedy career, and Reiner invited Jerry to come and have dinner with Mel Brooks and himself. Reiner reported that every night, Brooks headed to his house to eat, watch Jeopardy, he taped it, and watch movies. He went on to offer the one rule for movies, that it had to be one where somebody says, Secure the perimeter, or get some rest. Brooks falls asleep with his mouth open every time. On December 24, 1943, Reiner married singer Estelle LeBost. The two were married for 64 years until her death in 2008. At the time of the marriage, Reiner was 21 and she was 29. Estelle delivered the line, I'll have what she's having in the deli scene of their son Rob's 1989 film, when Harry met Sally. She died on October 25, 2008, at age 94. He was the father of Rob Reiner, poet, playwright, and author Annie Reiner, and painter, actor, and director Lucas Reiner. Reiner described himself as a Jewish atheist. He said, I have a very different take on who God is. Man invented God because he needed him. God is us. He said in 2013 he developed an atheistic viewpoint as the Holocaust progressed. Reiner was a lifelong Democrat. He endorsed Bernie Sanders for the Democratic Party nomination during the 2016 United States presidential election. Reiner's residence was in Beverly Hills, California. Reiner was active on Twitter until the day of his death, becoming one of the oldest celebrities active on the platform. Reiner died at his home on June 29, 2020, age 98, in the company of his family. And, of course, that was from Wikipedia. For those of you, uh, and I'm repeating myself, but it's for those of you who don't really know who Karl Reiner was. And... That's that's many of you, because this was a man who worked, who started out in the 50s when so many great comedy writers cut their teeth working for Sid Caesar and for all the, the great variety shows that, uh, that were on in the 50s when television was in its infancy. So we will listen now to a terrific article from the New York Times that I'm sure many of you have read, but I wanted to read it. And uh, once again, Carl Reiner. Carl Reiner, multifaceted master of comedy, is dead at 98. Mr. Reiner was a gifted comic actor, but he spent most of his career slightly out of the spotlight, writing, directing, and letting others get the laughs by Robert Berkfist 
and Peter Keepnews. The New York Times. Carl Reiner, who as performer, writer, and director, earned a place in comedy history several times over, died on Monday night at his home in Beverly Hills, California. He was 98. His death was confirmed by his daughter, Annie Reiner. Mr. Reiner first attracted national attention in 1950 as Sid Caesar's multi-talented second banana on the television variety show Your Show of Shows, for which he was also a writer. A decade later, he created The Dick Van Dyke Show, one of the most celebrated situation comedies in television history, and teamed with Mel Brooks on the hugely successful 2,000-year-old man records. His novel, Enter Laughing, became both a hit Broadway play and the first of many movies he would direct. Among the others were four of Steve Martin's early starring vehicles. He won praise as an actor as well, with memorable roles in films like The Russians Are Coming, The Russians Are Coming, and, more recently, Ocean's Eleven and its sequels. But he spent most of his career just slightly out of the spotlight, letting others get the laughs. His contributions were recognized by his peers, by comedy aficionados, and, in 2000, by the Kennedy Center, which awarded him the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. He was the third recipient, after Richard Pryor and Jonathan Winters. In his performances with Mr. Brooks, and before that with Mr. Caesar, Mr. Reiner specialized in portraying the voice of sanity, a calm presence in a chaotic universe. But despite his claim to the contrary, he was never just the straight man. He was a comedian himself, and he truly understood and still understands comedy, Mr. Caesar said of Mr. Reiner in his book, Caesar's Hours, written with Eddie Friedfeld. Most people still don't realize the importance of a straight man in comedy, or how difficult that role is. Carl had to make his timing my timing. Mr. Reiner was, Mr. Caesar added, the best straight man I've ever worked with. As part of a stellar supporting cast that also included Imogene Coca and Howard Morris, Mr. Reiner proved his versatility week after week on Your Show of Shows, which ran from 1950 to 1954 on NBC and established the template for sketch comedy on television. He played everything from a harried commuter to a frenzied rock and roller to an unctuous quiz show host. But he is probably best remembered as an interviewer, solemnly posing questions to a mad professor, a spaced-out jazz musician, or some other over-the-top character played by Mr. Caesar, and adding to the humor, simply by being serious. Mr. Reiner contributed behind the scenes as well. He took part in the frenzied writing sessions that shaped the show, bouncing jokes off the walls of the writer's room with the likes of Mr. Brooks and Neil Simon. I became a writer because of that room, he recalled. I'd say something and somebody would yell, What do you know? You're not a writer. So I became a writer. He characterized his later career moves with similar self-effacing humor in an NPR interview. I acted like a director. I acted like a producer. I sat in front of a typewriter and acted like a novelist. Mr. Reiner's association with Mr. Caesar encompassed three different series. After Your Show of Shows, the two worked together on Caesar's Hour, which had a three-year run on NBC, and Sid Caesar Invites You, a failed attempt 
to recapture the show-of-show spirit that lasted less than one season on ABC in 1958. The next phase of Mr. Reiner's career found him again in the role of deadpan interviewer. This time, the interviewee was Mr. Brooks. The 2,000-year-old man began as an act Mr. Reiner and Mr. Brooks performed for friends at parties. When they put it on record, it became a phenomenon. There were ultimately five 2,000-year-old man albums, one of which won a Grammy, and all of which were treasured by comedians and comedy fans. Mr. Brooks was the star of the largely improvised routines, reflecting on what it was like to be two millenniums old, none of his thousands of children ever visited, and reminiscing about historical figures like Sigmund Freud. He was a good basketball player, very few people know that. And Shakespeare, he had the worst penmanship I ever saw in my life. But it was Mr. Reiner who came up with the questions that lit Mr. Brooks's comedic fuse. Indeed, it was Mr. Reiner who spontaneously started the ball rolling one day, during a quiet moment in the Caesar writer's room. I turned to Mel and I said, Here's a man who was actually seen at the crucifixion 2,000 years ago, he told the New York Times in 2009, and his first words were, Oh, boy. I always knew if I threw a question to Mel, he could come up with something, Mr. Reiner said. I learned a long time ago that if you can corner a genius comedy brain in panic, you're going to get something extraordinary. As Mr. Brooks put it, I would dig myself into a hole and Carl would not let me climb out. In 1960, the same year he and Mr. Brooks made their first album, Mr. Reiner wrote and starred in a pilot for a TV series based on his own life about a writer who works in New York for a larger-than-life difficult-to-please comedian. The show, Head of the Family, was not picked up. It became a series only when it was recast with Dick Van Dyke as the central character. The workplace scenes in The Dick Van Dyke Show, featuring Maury Amsterdam and Rosemarie as Mr. Van Dyke's fellow writers, with Mr. Reiner making occasional appearances as their boss, Alan Brady, were inspired by Mr. Reiner's time with Sid Caesar although Mr. Reiner insisted that his character was only partly based on Mr. Caesar. The domestic scenes with Mary Tyler Moore as Mr. Van Dyke's wife were set in New Rochelle, New York, where Mr. Reiner lived at the time, and Ms. Moore's character was modeled on his wife, Estelle. Mr. Reiner later attributed the show's success to the choice of somebody with more talent to play me. Seen on CBS from 1961, until 1966, The Dick Van Dyke Show won a total of 15 Primetime Emmy Awards for its cast and crew, five of them for Mr. Reiner as writer and producer. He won nine Emmys in his career, including two for his on-camera work on Caesar's Hour, one as a writer on a 1967 special that reunited the show of show's cast, and one for a guest appearance as Alan Brady on an episode of the sitcom Mad About You in 1995. It is widely regarded as one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. Someone else once again played Mr. Reiner, or a character very much like him on Broadway and in the movies, Enter Laughing, his autobiographical novel about a stage-struck delivery boy from the Bronx who decides to become an actor, was published in 1958 and adapted for the stage by Joseph Stein, another former member of the Caesar writing staff. With Alan Arkin in the lead role, it opened in 1963 
and read for more than 400 performances. When Enter Laughing was sold to Hollywood, Mr. Reiner shared screenwriting credit with Mr. Stein for the 1967 film adaptation starring Rini Santoni. It was Mr. Reiner's third produced screenplay after The Thrill of It All and The Art of Love. More important, it was the first film he directed. That same year, he made his Broadway debut as a writer and director with Something Different, the story of a playwright suffering from writer's block. It received generally good reviews. Walter Kerr of the New York Times praised Mr. Reiner's nifty habit of approaching a gag at high speed, passing it on the outside, and then noticing where it went in the rearview mirror, and had a respectable three-month run. By that time, however, Mr. Reiner's focus had shifted westward. He had already appeared in a number of Hollywood movies by the time he and his family moved to Beverly Hills in the late 1960s, and he would continue to show up on screen occasionally. But for the next three decades, most of his work in Hollywood was done behind the scenes. Carl Reiner was born in the Bronx on March 20, 1922, to Irving Reiner, a watchmaker, and Bessie Matthias Reiner. After graduating from Evander Childs High School in the Bronx, he went to work as a machinist helper and seemed headed for a career repairing sewing machines. Then one day his older brother Charlie, mentioning seeing a newspaper article about a free acting class given by the Works Progress Administration, the New Deal Jobs Agency. Carl tried his hand at acting, found he was good at it, hung up his machinist's apron, and joined a theater troupe. He also acted in summer stock. During World War II, Mr. Reiner served in an Army entertainment unit that toured American bases in the South Pacific. After his discharge, he joined the road company of the musical review Call Me Mister as the comic lead, and within a year, he was in the Broadway production. In the 1949-1950 television season, a variety series, and in 1950, he was back on Broadway in Alive and Kicking where he caught the eye of Max Liebman, the mastermind of Your Show of Shows. Mr. Reiner married Estelle Labost in 1943. She died in 2008. In addition to his daughter, an author and psychoanalyst, he is survived by his sons Rob, known for directing When Harry Met Sally, A Few Good Men, This Is Spinal Tap, and numerous other films, and for his role as Archie Bunker's son-in-law in the groundbreaking sitcom All in the Family and Lucas, a painter and filmmaker, and five grandchildren. Mr. Reiner's first major box office success as a director was Oh God, starring George Burns as a very down-to-earth deity, and John Denver as the man he chooses to spread his message. Two years later, he teamed with Steve Martin, then at the height of his fame as a comedian, for what proved to be a mutually rewarding collaboration. Mr. Reiner first directed Mr. Martin in The Jerk, a film largely inspired by Mr. Martin's manic stand-up act. The critical response was lukewarm, but the movie was a box office smash and now often shows up on lists of the best American comedies. The Jerk, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid, The Man with Two Brains, and All of Me defined Mr. Martin's on-screen persona as a lovable goofball and made him a movie star. They also established Mr. Reiner as an imaginative director, especially Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid, a black-and-white spoof of film noir set in the 1940s 
in which he integrated vintage clips featuring actors like Humphrey Bogart and Barbara Stanwyck into the action. On Monday, Mr. Martin praised Mr. Reiner on Twitter as my greatest mentor in movies and in life. Mr. Reiner returned to Broadway twice after moving west, but neither visit was triumphant. In 1972, he directed Tough to Get Help, a comedy by Steve Gordon about a black couple working in an ostensibly liberal white household, which was savaged by the critics and closed after one performance. In 1980, he staged The Roast by Jerry Belson and Gary Marshall, two writers he had worked with on The Dick Van Dyke Show. That play, about a group of comedians who exposed their darker instincts when they gathered to roast a colleague, ran for less than a week. The movies he directed after he stopped working with Mr. Martin, among them Summer Rental with John Candy and Sibling Rivalry with Kirstie Alley and Bill Pullman, did only somewhat better. In his 70s, he decided that filmmaking demanded just too much energy. He gave it up after making That Old Feeling with Bette Midler and Dennis Farina. But he remained active in front of the camera, notably as a crook lured out of retirement by the prospect of sharing in the loot from a Las Vegas casino robbery in Steven Soderbergh's 2001 remake of the Frank Sinatra caper film Ocean's Eleven. He reprised the role in Ocean's Twelve and Ocean's Thirteen. On television, he had recurring roles on the sitcoms Hot in Cleveland and Two and a Half Men and guest starred on Parks and Recreation, House, and other series. He also did voiceover work for several cartoon shows. Mr. Reiner wrote a number of books in addition to Enter Laughing, including novels, children's books, and several memoirs, among them My Anecdotal Life, I Remember Me, and Too Busy to Die. His daughter said another book, would be published soon. In 2017, he was prominently featured in If You're Not in the Obit, Eat Breakfast, a documentary about people who remained active into their 90s. And in his last years, he maintained an active Twitter account, which he used primarily for political commentary. A photo showing Mr. Reiner, Mr. Brooks, and Annie Reiner wearing Black Lives Matter t-shirts taken on Mr. Brooks's birthday was posted on Twitter this week. Toward the end of I Remember Me, Mr. Reiner said a friend of his had recently asked if he had thought about retiring, noting that his role on Hot in Cleveland gave him the opportunity to kiss Betty White thrice and on the lips. He offered a succinct response. Retire? I may be old, but I am not crazy. And a great article in the New York Times from uh, from two writers uh, about Carl Reiner. And I hope you enjoyed that. I certainly did. So uh, if you want to learn more, and, and you really should, this was uh, a comedy icon, just like Mel Brooks, like Larry Gelbart, and so many others who were back, uh, were around back in the 50s when comedy was just funny. And you you can search today for them, and I would strongly suggest that you search today for them on YouTube uh, or in various other websites uh, to learn more about uh, that period of time, uh, especially guys like Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks, 
definitely listen to The 2,000-Year-Old Man, a terrific uh, comedy piece that grew out of improvisation, by the way. So that should do it for this episode. If you enjoyed today's show, please tell your friends and have them tell their friends to listen in. And be sure to email me at TomReadYourStory at Yahoo.com to send in your written material for me to perform. Or if you have specific questions about getting into the voiceover biz. As always, thanks to Anchor.fm for this wonderful chance at having a continuing podcast. I very much appreciate it. Hope you decide to come back soon. Have a great rest of your day and take care. For more information on Tom's availability for your e-learning, commercial, audiobook, or video project, visit his website at www.tomzvoices.weebly.com. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Tom Reads Your Story.